They will beat you. They will persecute you. They will kill you. But in the end, you'll win your soul. Name the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. This is a great holiday, especially for the children, because uh, they look forward to the parties and uh, getting gifts and special food. I do, too. I, I like all those things. And we have no fasting. It's a free fast day. I want to talk about St. Nicholas a little bit. St. Nicholas was a bishop in Myra, which is in Asia Minor. And if you go there, the Turks have sort of destroyed most Christian churches, but they don't destroy uh, St. Nicholas's church because people from all over the world go to pray in that church. And uh, St. Nicholas... He's the patron saint of sailors, especially of children, of church builders, and for those who are in need of consolation. Now, he lived a long time ago, and uh, it wasn't easy then, and it's not easy now. The gospel reminds us that suffering we have to do for the gospel to keep our holy Catholic faith. So, a strange thing happened to me yesterday. I was out shopping, and I had my, you know, I always were carrying my stick so I don't fall on my head or something. I wanted to show there was an older gentleman there. He says, you'll smile now. Just smile. And he didn't say anything else to me. So I don't know if he was for us or is he against us. Is he saying we're going to come to a persecution or something's going to happen to us? But I ignored it. I called the deacon and we talked about it a little bit. So that's the way it was in the life of St. Nicholas, too. It was not an easy time. It was a time of persecution. And uh, just like we are Christians, uh, everybody didn't really understand Christianity. They still don't. Uh, but we still have to live a joyful life. I like the smile part. And smile because we're happy belonging to the living God and his divine son, Jesus Christ. When I was a young child, about eight years old, I almost died a couple times. I was not too well. And uh, my mother, no, nothing's as beautiful as a mother. Remember that. God gives us a mother. It's a wonderful thing. And uh, I had ruptured appendix, and they operated on me. And it's a nifty thing, you know. They got to get all that poison out of you. It's hard to do. But I managed. And when I woke up, I saw my mother's face. And the doctor had told her that I probably wasn't going to live, but she said I was going to live. 
And there she was praying. Dad wasn't there at that moment. He was out working to make money that we'll all live. And I did live. Here I am. I thank God and St. Nicholas for that. Now, I've been all over the world, and there's two popular saints all over the world, even with non-Christians, non-Catholics. One is our Blessed Lady. She's very popular. Even the Muslims think she's wonderful because she's called Our Lady of Fatima, and of course Fatima was Mohammed's daughter. And the, so I've been to England, and they have this father. They call this, they call Santa Claus Father Christmas. In different parts of the world, they had different names for him in Russia, supposedly. And they also celebrate, because they're, they're Orthodox, they're Christians. But then you go to Turkey and you find this house. You say, why are they keeping that? I think they make a lot of money from tourists, but I'm glad they kept his house. So one of the famous stories about it, there are many, many miracles of St. Nicholas. But anyway, this uh, couple and their son were on the Mediterranean. And there was a storm. And uh, the boy fell over into the water. And they prayed to St. Nicholas, but they thought they had lost him. And when they got to shore, he was standing there. He was very, oh, he was just fine. And they said, well, St. Nicholas delivered him. There are such thousands of stories about St. Nicholas and the Mother of God. They're the most popular saints in the Christian world. Even people who don't really say they believe in the saints, but they do believe in Our Lady and St. Nicholas. It's interesting. He's a wonder worker. And uh, you can get a little book. I, had, I think I should have got one for you, but there's little books that tell about St. Nicholas. We didn't know a lot of details, but uh, his uh, uncle was the bishop of the town. He was getting older. He told St. Nicholas, he says, you should be the next bishop. And St. Nicholas didn't like that idea. But uh, that's what happened. His uncle died and he became the next bishop. So you can go all over the world the people, the, even places that used to be Christian but have been persecuted and lost their faith. And there will you hear see evidence of St. Nicholas. And what can St. Nicholas do for us about anything? He's a miraculous saint. And so when Bishop uh, uh, Kurt was here, and when I have built four parishes, you know, I didn't know how I was going to do that. The bishop didn't give me 10 bucks or anything. He said, you should just go out there and build some churches. We don't have enough of our churches out west. So I had to think about that. And I knew if the bishop told me to do something, I had to do it. And I knew God would help me. But I said, well, who's the church builder? 
Who has more churches named after him than any other saint, except Our Lady? St. Nicholas. So I figured out, well, I'm a Byzantine Catholic. I know who St. Nicholas is. So I asked him, I said, well, you're going to have to help me. You would not believe what happened. I built the first church in uh, Spokane. I don't know if it was connected or not, but I went to the mailbox. They have a mailbox out by the road like we do around here, but I would get my stuff someplace else because you can get killed on that road. But I went out to the mailbox, and I was pretty poor at that point. I didn't think I had any money at all. And I opened the mailbox, and I took out a letter, and in that letter was a check for $100,000. Right there. So, I put it in the bank. It cleared. There was some organization from Chicago or someplace that heard about what I was trying to do. And I paid off the church. And I continued my journey. I never lacked anything to build those churches. A lot of places I'd go... And I would buy some piece of property. And, I, and the property would go up in value, and I'd get that money, and I'd put it down on another place for a church. So, you know, I have a lot of confidence in two saints, especially St. Joseph, as you know. And he's helped me so many times, I can't even... No, I'm not sure I even know how many times he's helped me. But what we have to learn today is we have friends in heaven, the saints. And if you're kind to them and call upon them, they will help you. You may not even know them too well. And you're doing something that they particularly think you need help with, and those saints would help you. And somebody said to me a week or so ago that you die and you fall asleep. I didn't like that. I didn't think I'd fall asleep. I think i go to heaven with the saints and wait for the resurrection, the general resurrection. I know that there's a particular judgment before you get that far, I know I may have a journey to get there. Different parts of the Catholic Church call that difference. The West says purgatory. We don't exactly have purgatory in the Eastern Church. We don't say it's not so because we're Catholic too, but we think of the journey. The journey <laughs> is sort of different. So anyway, they say you die, and there are toll houses. There are different places you go, and you have to go through those toll houses. Now, how are you going to get through them? You're going to pay with money? No money. What do you take with you? Your good works, your prayers, and your friends, the saints. And if you have a particular saying, a, a, a bad habit or 
sin that you've committed, they take you to the toll house where there's a devil there who wants to make you go to hell. That's not very nice. And so, but your guardian angel is there, and your patron saint is there, and the saints that you had um, prayed to all your life. And devil's there, he's all puffed up. He says, boy, I'm going to get this one. Look at this guy. He was a thief. Or maybe he did something worse. I don't think any of our people are thieves, actually. Well, this guy didn't treat his parents very well. This guy's mean to his children or, or he's mean to his wife. This guy, how he died, he, is, he had hardly darkened the door of the church. He didn't make his Easter duty. And the devils are standing there. They got the list, you know. I remember when I was a little boy, we used to go to a Lithuanian Catholic church. I liked it because it had a lot of beautiful statues and beautiful liturgy. And at Christmas time, they had it. It's a stable. You could walk into it almost. It was big. And my dad, when he took me there with my mother, he got me down. I was just about three. And he's trying to tell me. <clears throat> but before he took me there, he told me when I was a bad boy, of course, I can't imagine I was ever a bad boy. Neither did my mother. But anyway, Daddy did sometimes. He says, you know, God's got a big book. He puts all the wrong things you've done in that book. So he took me to this beautiful church in this beautiful crash. And I, I'm looking and I'm looking. And he, said, he says to my mother, Louise, he's not paying attention. He was trying to teach me about the baby Jesus and Our Lady and St. Joseph, the, the saints in the crash. I said, Dad? He says, what? Because he's getting frustrated with me. I, says, I don't see no book there. I was looking for that book with all my bad stuff in it, you know. I didn't see no book there. So anyway, I didn't have much confidence in the book. But I did have a lot of confidence in the beauty of that crush, the love of God, and the birth of the Savior. And St. Nicholas. St. Nicholas in our church is a saint. In the secular world, they call him Santa Claus. In England, they call him Father Christmas. And I forget what they call him in Russia. He's very popular. And who does he like? You. Even if you're sometimes naughty. So I say, I recommend to you that you, you know, Say a prayer, ask him for help. And maybe you're going to go on the journey. I think you're going to go on the journey. You're not going to live forever. And you're so saints that you had devotion to. They're going to be there to help you. And your guardian angel. Who else will help you? Your relatives have gone before you. So I don't believe that we sleep. I believe we are even if our body is in the ground, our soul is in heaven. And we're with the saints. And if we're not there, we're on the journey. And so you better make friends with the people in heaven. 
St. Nicholas is a good one. Why is he so good? Because he understands children. He knows that we need a lot of guidance. And he knows sometimes we don't obey. And the devil can bring all that up. And it's not going to do him any good because you're going to have more saintly friends than those devils have in hell. They really don't like you at all. But you're a baptized Christian. You are clean completely when you're baptized. And when you're chrismated, you're given the infused theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity. That's like power. That means you can pray. And you're marked for God. It's never taken away from you. If you go to heaven, it's like badges of honor. If you don't make it to heaven, you go to hell. They're going to stills are going to torment you. Look what you had, and you've been wasted it. Look what the gifts you had. What's the matter with you, you dummy? You're going to be a dummy for all eternity. So don't do that. Appreciate those who are on your side. Now, I like the Bible a lot. And I've been, I really study the Bible a bit. Of course, we're all reading from the Bible and praying for the Bible anyway in the Catholic Church. All their psalms, everything, all this liturgy all comes from the scripture. Like the Gospels and all that. People say, well, the Catholics don't believe in the Bible. We believe in it a lot. We've got to cut up and put in the liturgy. We read the Gospels every day. We're the people of the Bible. But the things about I like the Bible the most, of course, I love our Lord and the Savior and the Virgin and St. Joseph. They're all there. But I like... The virtues that you learn from the and as you read the Bible. So, last week I was making a meditation. Meditation, we sit quietly and talk to God, and you have to have something to say to Him. Well, if you've read your Bible, you might or pick it up and read something and talk about Him about that or a holy book. But there's a lot to say to God. He's not asking what you want. He's going to give you everything you need anyway. And if you're a really friend of the angels, you're going to really be fixed up in heaven. But anyway, I was reading a text in there. One of it says, Jesus tells us to pray and fast. And uh, I guess... From what I understand in the Bible, the best friends of Jesus are those who pray and fast. They're the ones that are doing his will. And he did that himself. He's our example of that. And all these saints I talked to you about, they all did that. St. Nicholas, St. Joseph, St. Michael, i got St. Michael over here. They all, they, they all did these things, and they, they really are going to turn out well in heaven. Now, what about temptations? Say, be, be away from me, Satan. Stay away from me. Leave me alone, you rotten thing. Get away. And they had a bad thought. I don't want that. 
I want to have good thoughts till God fills me with love and grace. And this will be my last remark for today about St. Nicholas. A man, a saint like that, must love children a lot. He's dominated most of the world who believes in St. Nicholas. He must like you a lot. And he's hurt if you get into trouble. So, you know, my grandfather, Joseph, he was from the old country. And, of course, he spoiled me rotten. So when I get into trouble in the house, I used to get in trouble because, you know, that house, you could eat off the floor, it was so clean. But I'd go out in the garden and come in with dirty feet. Oh, boy, would I get tore, tore into. And my grandfather said, hey, Yoshko, that's Joey in Slovenia. Putsu, come here. I'd go over to him. He says, come on. And we'd go out the back door. He'd put his hat on. He says, come on. We'd go for a walk. He said, we're going to go for ice cream now. He said, you know those, those the, the women, he said, they're cleaning all the time and they're smelling all those chemicals, so they're a little bit off. He says, but nothing will happen. We'll go home at dinner time. We'll sit down and have our dinner. And that's the way it was. So I never really got in much trouble because if any of the women in the house started going after me, my grandfather would, come on, let's go. He never corrected me because his name was Joseph. He was my Zeto, and he loved me. You have someone that loves you in heaven. He knows your weaknesses. It's St. Nicholas. And Jesus has given us St. Nicholas to have a friend. So that if we upset our Lord himself, Nicholas will pray for us. So you have a friend in Nicholas and enjoy the parties and things today and whatever we're going to have them. But remember in your night prayers, ask St. Nicholas to pray for you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.